Have you ever dreamed about fist fighting a leprechaun? Well, partner, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Round Earthers Society. Welcome to the Round Earthers Society. That was literally uh, about eight <laughs> seconds of me holding that, whatever. Um, I'm Zach. I'm Jesse. And uh, that makes this a Round Earther Society, brought to you by Tampax. If you're a lady on the go and you've got a heavy flow, try Tampax Pro. Now that we got that sort of corporate nonsense out of the way. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, fans. I mean, we've got to do it, you know. What are you doing, dude? Now you're loud. Just, uh, okay, okay. I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it. It's fine. We're good. You know, if there's anyone out there who's interested in co-hosting this with me, I'm accepting applications at this point. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's jump into it. Let's uh, get going. Um, you know, how's it hanging? How's it hanging, Zach? Hanging low, left, right. You know what's what we going forgot on? to talk about last time? I think when we did it, those mass, those two mass shootings just happened. And I oh, those we, we fake didn't even ass talk about false it. flag attacks. <laughs> <laughs> we probably shouldn't say that stuff because because people get so crazy. I'm just telling you what I've heard. That's the word on the street. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure if I've heard either one was a false flag though. Oh, I have. <laughs> have you really? Yep, pretty much all of them. <laughs> you play around on Reddit though, so maybe maybe you see more of that stuff than I do. Uh, uh yeah. I see it literally 5 days a week. <laughs> the craziness on Reddit? Oh, no. I I don't want to name any names. But I happen to know someone who is a, who just, I don't know, somewhere along the line, this happened, and now lots of conspiracy theories. Are we talking about you? <laughs> I mean, No, I'm kidding. I'm just repeating what I hear on a daily basis. So you actually know a real person? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've, yeah, sure. I've known people that delve into conspiracy theories he'd love to come on the podcast <laughs> oh yeah he would he'd love to talk about it <laughs> he'll tell us all about how the world works <laughs> some of the shit gets a little too crazy because sometimes i mean i mean there's just a lot of crazy people so somebody you know somebody shooting up a place that doesn't sound that crazy to me because there's a lot of people one guy crazy enough to do it i'm surprised it doesn't happen more often than it does um, yeah, I mean all these turds, out here. <laughs> these mass shooter turds. Well, I think they, you know, I think it's like incelish type of isolated people um, See, that have yeah. been like shunned by society. Here's the thing: I'm isolated, and I don't feel the need to shoot up a school. I mean, I'm not saying I've never thought about it. You don't even have all the pieces of your gun. That's it. I found the bullets the other day. <laughs> but you're we missing the clip, though, right? Step by step, Jesse. 
I'm still not exactly sure where the actual gun is or the magazine. I'm just, I, I'm pretty sure it's in my house. Well, I sure hope so. Well, actually, you you probably have sketchy friends that might steal that shit. <laughs> no. I don't have friends. <laughs> no. You don't have sketchy friends? Well, I mean, define sketchy. They're, sketchy. I mean, they're equally as sketchy as me. Some of them are a little more hood rat, sh- are into more hood rat shit. Kind of. Tra- Pro- probably those ones. Well, <laughs> you know, I have a lot of friends that lack cooth, so... I bet that's probably true. So, yeah, so no shootings for you because you don't even know where all your shit is. You found the bullets. Well, I'd have to probably get a new gun. It's a twenty-two. It only has ten rounds. That's not very many kids. <laughs> you probably shouldn't do This show will literally be taken off the... I mean, the, the five people that listen, they will literally stop. We have more than five. Okay, we fine. We have like six or seven. Okay, easily. fine. Fine, but uh, saying you're a shooter, but I think part of the part I'm of this not is a true. shooter. I said I didn't do in that. terms of like in terms of like the profile, you might fit in with these guys. Oh no, <laughs> guys, this is not good. This is really no bueno because I'm now learning that I'm at risk. No, I, th- I don't think you are anymore. I think you probably were though. The only person I've ever wanted to kill is myself, so. <laughs> and I think so, I think that's part of it, because these guys, you know, a lot of them commit suicide afterwards. Well, yeah, I would too. Obviously. Sure. There's I, I, not, I mean, that's the best option. For these type, for these types of guys, I think it, I think that's the whole, you know, I think that's what they want to do, typically. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't want to. You don't want to go through and deal with all that court nonsense and just get sentenced to death anyway and then wait 20 years. Like, who fucking cares? Just kill yourself. You know what? Actually, that goes out to pretty much everybody. I mean, if things aren't going well, just kill yourself. It is an option. What are you doing right now? I'm just saying. What are you doing? I don't know. We got, You brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect it to take this crazy of a turn. Hopefully everything goes well. My computer's acting. Oh, wait. Now it's fine. Okay. It's just that I need to get a new computer for this. This laptop is old as fuck. Your, your computer is probably trying to shut you down because of the crazy shit you're saying right now. No, I don't even have... I have a bootleg Windows copy on this. Wait, Microsoft, no, I don't. I paid for it. But, uh, Jesse, wink. <laughs> no, I, I hear you. So so you're not, did you even pay attention to those mass shootings at all? Um, a little bit. Uh, what that, there was one in uh, Dayton, uh, Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> Um, there was one in... El- you almost said it was a Dayton, Portland. Dayton, you were going to two cities. I don't know. I thought of Oregon <laughs> for some reason. I... Whatever. Uh, there was the one in El Paso. El Paso? Yeah, that's what I said. El Paso. <laughs> um, and there was one at another... Well, no, I, was there... Well, there was just two that day. I don't know. It feels like there's been an ass load lately. Um, possibly. I mean, I don't know if there's been any new ones. I'm not sure... You know, do do your does your mind when the more of these you see, do do you move at all on Second Amendment stuff? Like, do you ever like is your mind changed by any of it? 
No, I've been I've been pretty constant on how I feel about that for quite a while now. Where is I mean, that again? Well, I mean, look, we don't have to have a big debate, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, my, I think that you're a, I think you're kind of a puss on this, but I can't remember. No, my <laughs> here's my thought is you know, there are legitimate uses for guns. Uh, I think that's pretty pretty uh, indisputable. There are legitimate uses, whether it's hunting or target practice. Or hammering in a nail or something. Or whatever whatever you want to do. I mean, I like I love going out and shooting pop cans and fucking cans of gasoline and shit like that. But <laughs> I have done that. It was a whole thing. I set my uncle's whole yard on fire. It was really bad. So it did work, huh? Yeah, well, we had some exploding targets, and we shot one, and it exploded, and it was, uh, like, big, but it just wasn't uh, enough. So we had a second <laughs> one, and we strapped a can of white, ga- uh, like a twelve, like a Coke bottle of white gasoline to it, which burns a lot hotter and bigger than regular gasoline does. A little, a little more pure. A li- it's a little more pure. And uh, we strapped a can of that, and it was fall. And I, none of us expected this fireball that happened. <laughs> it was real big. And it was fall, and there were dead leaves all over in his yard. Because we just did this in his front yard. He lives out in nowhere. We just were like, oh, fuck it. And uh, we had to, like, run in, and, like, we're trying to get a hose, and we're like, fuck 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 like we're gonna have to call the fire department <laughs> like this is not good it all worked out though it was fine i'd do it again <laughs> well i'm glad that it worked out without having to call the fire department anyway back to what i <laughs> back to what i was saying so there are legitimate uses for firearms you know and i don't i don't have a problem with people you know having them for sport or fun or even you know self-defense if you want to conceal carry or whatever, that's fine. Um, although I do think you should have to take a class and get an actual license and not just... Because in Kansas, you don't have to have a license. If you're 21, you can carry a gun literally anywhere, including college campuses. Um, How many college campus shootings do we have? I don't know. That's not relevant. How is it not relevant? You well, just, it's you're, not relevant. You're making a point, but no, I don't I'm think Kansas a is a very dangerous, uh, very dangerous state. That doesn't make it even any less stupid. Why? Well, o- why open if, up that door? Open up what door? Just be like, yeah, fucking bring your guns. Who cares? <laughs> why not bring your M16 to class for self defense? You can't mm-hmm. have an. I don't think because that's fully automatic, right? Um, you have no, to. Have, you can get semi-auto M16s. Can Can you get them legally? Yeah, actually, I'm not sure. No, yeah, you but can. If, either way, get you can't a red get, dot can't get a fully automatic. Fucking go full unless you, and, and if you, if for the people, for the few people who do have fully automatics, there's not that many in the country. No, full full automatics are the problem. You have to go through a uh, it, rigorous process. It's a very stringent process to get anything other than a semi-automatic or whatever. But <clears throat> that being said, I do not see legitimate uses for you know 20 30 40 50 60 100 round drum magazines um if it takes you 40 shots to fucking hit a deer 
you're you need to start thinking about a new hobby because you're real bad um so that's where i draw the line is like what what is a legitimate practical purpose for having these massive magazines and you've had to deal with these weapons before right you ever shot an ar-15 yeah you ever take the magazine out and replace it yeah how long does that take i don't know five or six seconds I'm just saying because there's been other there's been some school shooters that, that just had, I think it was just a school shooter. Uh, which which one was that? It was it was the one of the latest ones? I think it was the latest one. Mm. I can't think of which one that was now, but he used. There uh, are just I so think many. He had, I think he had five ten round clips, and uh, it was the one that killed. I was in the teens or something. Well, yeah, him. we need to be. Uh, that's why we need to make sure these people cannot get guns in the first place. Whether it's whether Mostly it's, he's not legally bought, and I think didn't he kill his? Uh, I'm trying to think of this. I'm, tr- I'm trying not to mix up pieces of it because it keeps mo- making me want to go back to Sandy Hook. A lot of times they like kill a family member and steal some of their, you know, steal their guns or something, then go shoot up a whatever. Yeah, know, um, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. We don't actually talk about, it, but we didn't we didn't even mention it last time, so it seems. Yeah, um, I understand this. You know, won't be out for a little bit anyway, but still, it seems like that was a really big thing that was going on. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame, uh, but hey, every mass shooting, there's a little less traffic. So, I mean, look at the bright side. <laughs> it's like almost no effect on traffic, but okay. <laughs> well. You know, less people, less traffic. Did you see the shit that Neil deGrasse Tyson? Uh, Neil, Degrassi. Neil deGrasse Tyson got yeah. into because uh, he tweeted about it, and he he tweeted basically statistics saying, "Hey, when you're worried about this, or, you know, he kind of he tweeted about like basically statistics of how many people die by different things all the time that nobody cares about." Yeah. Mm. I actually thought it was a fine tweet. I, I went and liked it after after the controversy. <laughs> That's what I do. As soon as I find out, I'm like, oh, like. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I was laughing. Oh, okay. <laughs> you sound like, like a you sound like a mule having sex or something like that. Or a donkey getting fucked. I sound fucked. very similar when I'm actually having sex. <laughs> I I have no doubt about that, actually. All right, so where are we going from here to get away from the uh, any more crazy stuff you might say about mass shootings? Well, I didn't say anything crazy about mass shootings. No. Okay, <laughs> okay, let me let me no. be clear. If you are listening to this podcast and you're about to go commit a mass shooting, I say no. Just say no. Zach says no. Zach says no. Don't. <laughs> Bad. And that's my final ruling. Zach says no. Oh, I kicked. Oh, ooh. <laughs> what I are kick, you doing, dude? I kick. I oh, kicked fuck. it. I'm just now. I'm trying to fix. Okay, okay, okay. We're back. The shop's okay. back. The shop's open fine? again. Okay. Anything go on this week? You said you read some stuff. What'd you read? Oh, well, now I'm blinking on it. I mean, I, I, I think you're probably bullshitting me anyway. I keep up with the front page of Reddit, so whatever shows up on there, that's the news <laughs> I read. And every once in a while, I get on Google News. Because, yeah. well, yeah, I want a news aggregator, not a news source. I don't want to fucking pour through every stupid article of the New York Times or the Washington Post 
or what or CNN or whatever website fucking posts this shit. Uh, I don't want to sort through all these separate websites. I want it all in one place. And you think Google does a nice job of that? Actually, I mean, yeah, they do an okay job. And I don't, you don't have to check that many places because most of the time a lot of people are going to post them or just follow them on social media and they'll post all kinds of stories like the New York Times and all kinds of other places. Yeah, but I'm not on social media, so. You're on Facebook. We're uh, friends. Okay, I have a Facebook <laughs> account, but I don't have an app on my phone and I probably haven't logged in for I hear you, I hear about you. a month. I've, I've ba- I basically am not even on there anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm really not. No, you said it makes you feel better or something. It does make me feel better. I agree with that. I think that's true. I still get on there. Yeah. I don't I don't need to do that. I don't see the point. I got into it pretty good with a guy. He blocked me the other day. Classic. It was, a, it was pretty funny. Well, he eventually accused me of being a Russian bot. And um, it's just because he was saying crazy shit. Just a bunch of crazy stuff. It was all really anti-republican and we but he's not and then he kept like going back to how he was a how he had a history degree i'm like i don't give a fuck that you have a history degree you're wrong (laughs) i don't give a shit that you have this degree you're still wrong what's up what are you doing i'm thinking over there yeah i'm just thinking about what you're saying no you were like fucking sue me i wasn't sure if you were like stroking out over there man or what no i was i was it's called active listening And you should you should Have you look ever tried it, it Jesse. Exactly. Well, actually, that was passive listening because I wasn't going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, are I think he brought up a good point though. Are you a Russian bot? Because that would be a real kick in the knockers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What are you fucking doing? Like, I moved my dude, foot and I kicked it listen, again. Listen, seriously. This, like, we're trying to be serious here. We're trying to have, like, a legitimate podcast. Okay, right? I can't help accidentally kicking something. You just accidentally kicked it a second do? ago. I know. What, what, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Tell me what you want from me. Because I can't help it. So I, no, I kick no, things sometimes. I, Sue me. I want you just the way you are. But if you could work on, uh, um, how do I want to say this to you? <laughs> if you could work on just chilling a bit, I think chilling is the. You know, I really have a lot of. Tr- <laughs> it's not that I have trouble sitting still; it's that I have trouble getting comfortable. Like once I'm comfortable, I can lay there for hours, easily, completely inert. It's one of my skills, but. It's just a matter of getting comfortable, especially in chairs. It's, it's, it seems weird because you go crazy in that chair over there. Do I go we need crazy. to have like a special chair made for you? Well, when I'm playing Call of Duty, I have a chair and I go crazy in that chair too. I'm readjusting every five seconds because I can't get comfortable. What would that be from? Like, is there something? Um, it's, is it the Adderall? It's my innate desire to just lay down. No, I mean, like, what's the problem with being not being comfortable, though? Like, why are you freaking out? I Do you like being uncomfortable? I'm just fine. I mean, it's just going to annoy the shit out of me. Okay, well, let's say, you're, let's say you're holding your girlfriend's hand, right? Imaginary girlfriend. I, I get it. Okay. 
let's say you're you're holding her hand, your arm is starting to go to sleep a little bit, but you still kind of keep your hand, like maybe you're at the theater, whatever. Like sometimes you get in weird positions at the fucking theater. Sure, sure, and sure. And your arm will start like going to sleep, dude, or whatever. I mean, that's an uncomfortable position, mm-hmm, but you're still going to mm-hmm. do it, right? Yeah, because I'm trying to get pussy. <laughs> There's lots of things I'll do to try and get pussy. That's different. Like what? I don't know. I don't know what the limits are. I haven't reached my upper bounds yet. So, that what I won't put up with, TBD. <laughs> okay. Okay, I hear you on that. Uh, so, it's, that's different, but I'm trying to think of a different situation than where, I don't know. I'm not sure about you. What are you doing, dude? Dude, I think I think I needed to lower it a little. Everything's cool. I think it was too high. Now I'm all right. I won't touch my mic again. I promise. (laughs) All right. No, seriously. What have you read this week? You said you read some shit. Yeah. Tell me what you read. I read some stuff about just you know. You didn't read shit. No, I did. I just can't remember. I didn't care about any of it very much. Fucking thing. No, I read. I mean, I read a lot of headlines. But who, I mean, who has time to just read a fucking whole article? Well, it depends on how long the article is, man. They're all too long. Some are only like like two to four minutes. Yeah, that's way too long. Make it a video and I'll be able to, honestly, I'd much rather learn things from videos than trying to read. I mean, like we have YouTube now, so we don't have to waste our time reading. So, you can learn anything on YouTube. Why would you want to read a fucking book? Now, I do use I do use YouTube a lot. Like, if I don't know how to do anything, I'll be like, well, how do I do this on YouTube? And somebody has a walkthrough. So, it's a really, it's a very handy tool. I'm not sure what people did back in the day. They just, like, have to figure things out. You know what they did? They went to the library, like <laughs> savages. And they figured out the fucking Dewey Decimal System. That's Which is a, trash. That, that's a nightmare. Trash. Ever ever heard of just put it in, just, you know, make a section, put it in alphabetical order. Uh, what's with all these numbers? Actually, I'm not really sure. Also, I mean, I've heard the explanation, but it's stupid. Also, when, why is there, are there so many letters in math now? Math used to be letters, as or numbers, as far as I'm aware. And now it seems like there's a lot of letters in there, and it's like, pick a side. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been too long since I've really done much math at all, so I can't really say anything about it. I have to do math every once in a while, and oh, God. It makes me want to die. <laughs> well, the thing is, I'm just so, like, I'm so not good at it. Like... It makes, I'm like, for anything where I have to remember things, no, no bueno. I'm really good at making stuff up. Yeah. But I'm terrible at remembering things. I'm, I believe that's probably true. And honestly, I, I've taken, I'm like halfway through my associates now. And I'm trying to think of any textbooks that I've read. No, zero. I haven't cracked any of the textbooks I've gotten. I'm like, eh, I'll just figure it out. Can't be that hard. 
<laughs> you actually don't read any of the stuff? Fuck no. None of it? Unless it's like, unless it's a class where I have to like do some kind of reading and like directly respond to it and know what happened. But I also wrote like a five page report on A Tale of Two Cities and I never read a page of it. <laughs> did you watch a, did you watch a video or something on it? No, I just read a bunch of spark notes. <laughs> And I was like, eh, here's the thing. I tried, to, uh, in my defense, I did try and read it. Okay. However, it was fucking so boring and stupid. I was sitting there the whole time and I'm like, where, when is the wizard going to show up? Where are the dragons? Where, why are there no Dementors? You were probably at like fucking page three. And you were like, I'm what? like, when are the vampires showing up or the pirates? Or something cool. And it just never happened. And I was like, fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I said I wouldn't touch it again. But I want to be able to face you better. So I'm going to move it out. Uh, Go ahead and adjust it. Everything's going to be fine. But you... Okay, now I won't move it again. I promise. You just fucking barely moved. Like, I mean, you did all that for almost nothing. Well, I just did it so I could face you better. So I could look into your beautiful, beautiful eyes. What color are my eyes? You didn't even know. It's dark in here. You didn't uh, even know. Brown. The, yeah, they, they are brown. They're brown. There are beautiful hazel eyes that I see in my <laughs> dreams. I think that's possibly true. You ever had a dream about me? Actually, don't tell me that. No, do tell me that. Uh, well, I mean, I don't have sex dreams, so... It wouldn't oh. matter. Oh, that's too bad. I literally, I have never had a sex dream. Was, once in my whole once? life. No. I really haven't. I just don't. Nope. No, I mean, I don't have very many. I haven't had very many in my life, but still. I feel like I've talked. To said, say none. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever heard you say that before. That's funny. Well, I mean, I have, I have dreams. I don't have, I barely have dreams. Like it's very rare for me to have a dream now. Especially, at least one that I remember. The only ones that I remember are ones that wake me up. Um, but, yeah, no, I don't have sex dreams. Most of the dreams I have, and maybe this speaks to something a little bit deeper, usually my dreams are me either, like, yelling at or beating up people I know. Why? Fuck if I know. They're dreams. Yeah, some people really believe, even Jordan Peterson, actually, he, they really believe in the power of dreams well, or whatever, or I, that maybe it's like, I don't know, suppress, suppress subconscious. I'm not, I'm not sure. Or something that's something that's like uh, in your subconscious is trying to break through. I don't know if I believe any of that. I think sometimes it's just shit you were thinking about before you went to bed or, you know, sometimes I, you know, I listen to movies almost every night too. So sometimes I'll even have dreams. <coughs> Of what's happening in the actual movie. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like in the movie. <laughs> but I think that's just because of like, you know, like it's just an obvious piece. Yeah, I can't remember the last dream I had where I wasn't yelling at someone or beating someone up. I I mean, that probably does speak to something a little bit. <laughs> do you repress a lot of your anger? You just repress, I mean, do you like, do you like not speak your mind to certain people? And you just well, kinda... I used to not repress it. And that made things real bad. So, I mean, I just got to 
I I honestly can't because as soon as I as soon as I start talking about it out loud, I'm gonna get more mad, more and more and more and more mad. Like it's not gonna go away. It's gonna get worse. And so it's honestly, when if I'm already angry, it's best to not talk about it then, and just like go away from people because I'm gonna continue to get pissed until I'm raging pissed. And, like, just incoherent, blacked out, angry. How often does that happen? Now? Uh, very rarely. Like, what uh, do we mean? Like, I mean, but if we're talking like... once like, a year? Once a month? Oh, no, not once a month. I'm trying... I got real mad, like, in April, I think, is the last time. So, like, eight... I don't know, months, but... That was a while ago, but now it's maybe once a year, but if we were talking like three or four years ago, two, three times a week, Hmm. and it's been a combination of medication and just, you know, just using, trying not to. (laughs) What do you think that's something to do with, you think it's like some kind of a, something trying to come out of your subconscious though? I mean, I just, I just let a lot of things slide and eventually it just builds up until I can't handle it anymore. Like I've like my boss, I've probably like, I've like probably like screamed at him like three times. Some some bosses let you blow off steam. You know what? I will say like, even, you know, we have our problems, but he always like if we get in a bad fight he he doesn't hold it against me like it, cool. you know it's it, he he lets it he will let it go and he he you know we can we can shake hands and make up and you know move on which which is really nice and you know it's not like he's he threatens me or anything he you know which i appreciate mm-hmm but I, I don't know. It also feels like everyone lets go of everything so quickly. You need to hold on to your <laughs> anger. If anything, see, here's what I do. I do this all the time. I get pissed at someone about something. And then, like, I let it stew. And the more I think about it, the more enraged I get. And it gets to a point where I don't even know what's real and what's made up or why I was angry at them in the first place. I just know I want to fucking hit them. Like, <laughs> like I can, I, it, it's not good. I'm real angry a lot of the time. It's just how it is. You don't seem very angry. No, I don't. Because I really try not to be. Hmm. It's not cool. It's not, I mean, I think now my anger just comes off, comes out as just being jaded and crotchety. (laughs) (laughs) I've had multiple people people say that I kind of act like an 80 year old man who tells kids to get off his lawn. And that's how you get rid of your anger now? No, it doesn't help. (laughs) I'm just still pissed. I'm just mad. Like, I don't understand why no one else is mad. 
Like I think there's a lot of pissed off people. Yeah, but they're mad at the wrong things. <laughs> it's like you're mad about, you know, the transgendered, but you're not mad at these snarky people. I don't need you to be all snarky with me. Fucking I don't need a tood. Well, I think uh, I think that just goes into what people think is serious, you know, or there's a lot of issues that get blown up like they're important and they're really very, very small. But I will say at least my anger towards people fluctuates dramatically. I'm like, I'll get real mad about something and then I'll be like, oh, maybe I should get over it. And then they'll do the smallest thing and I'm like, oh, fuck him. <laughs> These like friends. What are we talking about here? Friends, coworkers. It doesn't matter. Whoever, just whoever is in my in my line of fire. Uh, you, just you're you're not safe. <laughs> I mean, I've gotten. Uh, I typically don't get blazing pissed. Like if I'm not, I usually only get like fuming mad at home. Um. But I have gotten real pissed at friends. It's multiple times. For good reason? No. No, not good reason. One of my one of my friends, we refer to it as Cinepocalypse twenty fourteen. I don't know what happened, (laughs) but he spent the night and he ate a cinnamon roll and I was just real mad about it because now I only got to eat one cinnamon roll I don't know it just set me off how old were you it was like when you were a kid what are we talking about here I was like 16 or 17 <laughs> I like I was in his face screaming like get the fuck out of my house you ate my fucking cinnamon roll yeah <laughs> We still talk about it sometimes. That's hilarious. I now, okay. I when I was younger, because I mean, I, you know, I got a. I grew up in a in a situation where violence and fighting were rewarded. You know, at least not by my parents, not by my parents necessarily, but by my extended family, my family in general. Um. So so I do like a, my initial urge is always to fight. But I have to reason that out. And as I've gotten older, I've gotten really good at it. Um, I used to be bad about it when I was a kid. But there was, there were a couple of issues I had with friends. But those friends were actually doing like really stupid shit to try to get under my skin. And guess what? It worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it worked. Um, I ha- There are so many people in life that will just try and push your buttons just to push them. Mm-hmm. And I finally gotten to the point where... I, you know, I can at least ignore it for a certain amount of time. I mean, there it comes to a point where it's like, okay, I mean, you're obviously trying to antagonize me. You're doing things you know are going to make me mad. And usually that's when they say it's some kind of exposure therapy or some horse shit. And I'm like, no, it's not. But I'm also pretty easy to annoy, so... Well, Matt, I think it depends on how somebody's going about it. Obviously, there's, you know, I don't know. I, I almost, I couldn't be really offended these days, I don't think. Um, it, it would take a while, it'd take a bit. It's not, to actually it's not get being, me going. Of, uh, it's not being offended. It's like just, I mean, like, I'm not like, how could you say such things? It's more like, oh my God. 
fucking chill. We're just hanging. Stop being a dick. <laughs> yeah, when people are being assholes. Uh, yeah, I have that I have that of a similar reaction, I think. Yeah. Because um, I, mean, I just don't get it. Uh, there's a guy I work with and he'll... <laughs> He gets he gets amped up with the dumbest shit and he'll start yelling at customers and stuff because you know if they, especially if they yell at him at all um, like he can't separate himself from the job and he'll just completely lose his cool and I just think it's so stupid every single time like why would you let somebody get to you that much that makes you fucking blow up and then it annoys me at some point it's like this is just stupid yeah I mean a lot of stuff I've gotten real mad at has been dumb shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've gotten, I've gotten mostly over it. I, I really don't have that many issues. I can usually just bottle that up and shove it deep, deep down, <laughs> which is what you should do. I think that's, I think that's what Jordan Peterson says. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. you're just supposed to take all that rage and you just push it down as far as you can. I will say, if if you're angry about something, that is not the time to address it. Ever. <laughs> because it is not going to work. It's going to go real bad. Yeah, I think that's true. So, I, you know, that's one of Zach's uh, life pro tips <laughs> is, you know, just don't try and solve problems if you're pissed about them. All right. It's not, it's not good. It's not good juju. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm sure that's good information. Um, I don't know. Some people are just, you know, better at controlling that stuff than others. So I guess if you, some people are really angry, they're not going to just wait. <laughs> they're just yeah. going to explode. And that's not good. No. And there are, there are times where I lose my cool. Um, it just depends mm-hmm. on how much shit's going on. And how much stress is already is already out there. And I deal with stress pretty well, but sometimes there's just too much shit going on. Yeah. I, I, I mean, everyone loses their cool every once in a while. That's, you know, part of being a person. But, you know, I, I've, I've finally, I'm glad I've, you know, mostly moved past that, that sort of part of my life. Because it's not fair. It's not fair to other people and it's not fair to yourself because, you know, every time I get real, real mad about something, I just feel so bad about just a getting mad over whatever it was to that extent or how I acted. It's I just feel terrible and and just embarrassed. And it's not it's not it's never worth it. Yeah, outside of the moment. Yeah. But, yeah. I do find that interaction with other people will always make it worse, no matter what. If I'm getting mad, I need to not be by anyone, because anything that irritates me normally, it's going to just exponentially be more impactful, and I'm going to get so pissed at it so quick. Like, yeah, no, I hear you. I mean, it's like, can you fucking stop chewing gum? Spit it out. Spit it out right now. <laughs> like, spit that gum in my fucking hand. Fucking don't. <laughs> you gotta stop now. <laughs> That's, well, I mean, I think part of it, 
sounds like part of it was when you're basically going through puberty and stuff too, which kind of makes sense. I I'm sure I was much more hor- hormonal at the at the team. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, which is I mean, but it, it kind of plays back into the whole mass shooter thing, and just because I mean, a lot of the stuff for young guys um, around the same age that you were talking about, you know, sixteen to twenty two ish, you know, something like that, where I think they do have like their impulse controls even you know even worse than the average person, and then. It didn't, I, I don't know. They <clears throat> get radicalized on the internet, already isolated, and they're you know they already have that that kind of pent up rage or whatever you know that's. Uh, I mean, and it makes sense. And you feel your crime rates too, like the, in terms of males who commit the most crime, it's typically that same age group, you know, or something real close to that. You know, I. Uh... I think it's also a cultural thing in that just in general, um, uh, asking, asking for help or not understanding things somehow is considered weak. Um, and that's just not true. Everyone needs to ask for help sometimes and that's okay. I think it's mostly biological. I don't know if it's necessarily cultural. Like I understand that some cultures are probably worse about it than others, but I think, and I've been I've been almost cross culturally. I haven't looked this up, but I've been almost cross culturally. It's probably still. I bet men are less likely to admit to certain things than women will, because it's not you know like whatever you, whatever, whatever issue you're a pussy you know or whatever. Well, and it's also that you know, no one tells you what to do when you're mad. What do you do? What are you supposed to do? No one tells you that. And you're expecting everyone to just figure it out on their own? It's like, no. You need people to help you understand how to deal with these things. Well, I think I think it depends on why you're getting angry at the same time. Because some people, I mean, it could be just some, you know, maybe it is just some kind of a anxiety, depression, whatever issue, you know, that, that may be... You know, and I think in others, maybe it's some kind of repressed emotion. You know, they're not, they're allowing so many people to railroad them in their regular life. So they're not, and they just, they don't stand up for themselves. They repress it all and then they fucking blow up, you know, because they, they're not dealing with it in the moment. Yeah. And I, and I honestly think it's just a lack of knowledge about how to deal with your feelings. No, I think that's what it is. Sure. Yeah. Because I mean, if people talked about it, then they would probably work that out. And uh, I don't know. Jordan Peterson has this really good piece, and I guess it's actually from Carl Jung um, about incorporating your shadow. You, you have you heard any of that? Uh, it's basically like point. you know the the darker recesses of your psyche or something like that. Basically, mm-hmm. you know, like putting you're putting some of it into action in your normal life, so you're not having those kind of uh, blow ups. Well, I, that's that's not a very good way of explaining it, but. Not just repressing your dark side, you know, like not just trying to push it all down and just trying to be good, but to a point where you're repressing some stuff that's going to come up back to hurt you later, you know. Let's, so, so you know, if you're an argumentative person, but you just kind of let everybody just run you over or something or whatever, you know, and you're just repressing all this anger, then eventually you just keep having these blowups or whatever the issue may be. Um, it's supposed to help stop some of that, you know, um, 
I don't know. I didn't do a very good job explaining it. <laughs> no, I understand. I understand what you're saying. And yeah, um, that's definitely a problem. Uh, at least at least that's, uh, you know, I've experienced that a lot where it's like, it's just a bunch of little just and over time it just builds up and then all of a sudden there's you know once the pressure gets too high the balloon pops yeah well and i think you know i think everybody's depending on how high your stress level gets everybody kind of has it happen to a certain extent it's just some people obviously i think they have it much worse than others you know and they instead kill people or you know something yeah. else happens because of whatever you know they're not they're not dealing with some kind of issue that they have well uh, the problem is, i i think part of the problem is that the only thing you see at least of other people is what they want you to see okay they're not going to paint their problems on a wall for you so then when you have these problems, you feel more isolated because you don't see anyone else having these problems when they fucking are. And, and I think that's kind of a misconception, too, with like social media. And because I think a lot of us, we want to like put this you know image of ourselves. that's not even true forward, you know, so it looks like we're always vacation. We're really happy, like. You go back and you look at some of these women who get divorced, you know, or these men and women that actually have this really terrible marriage. They put all this shit out that everything's so happy and everything's so great when everything's actually just crumbling. And they fucking hate each other. Yeah, they fucking hate each other, but they have to put this they have to put this face forward that, you know, it looks so great and everybody wants to be them. You know, when the grass is greener on the other side, it's like, My God, why can't I have a relationship like that? But then you find out that even their relationship isn't that way. Yeah. So it's the same kind of a... If it's you're same, seeing same it on Instagram, it's a lie. It's not accurate. Yeah, I don't trust when. If somebody, you know, it's one thing if you're if you're just having good things happen, you know, and, and you're just talking about them. I mean, let's say you know, whatever, whatever good thing happens to you, no, you know, cool, fine, no problem bragging about it. But if it's somebody that's constantly always bragging about their life or whatever, I think it goes back to some kind of insecurity issue, and that's why they're doing it. Like they're they're insecure about something, so they keep doing it. Eventually, it's gonna. You know, it's not real. It's I don't trust anything that people that people really put on there about how happy their life is and how how great every single thing is. Come on, please don't. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wish I had more skills in you know painting a a better picture of perfection. I just it's just not in the cards. I can't do it. I can't craft an image. I can help you with that. <laughs> you know, I am who I am. Oh, you know, what they say, all you have to do is do is uh, fake it till you make it. You know, that's it. Exactly. So you're happy. <laughs> you're very happy right now. I, I do say that in terms of like in the workplace, that is what you should do. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> I mean, just pretend you know what you're doing and eventually you will. I mean, that's just. How it is. No, I hear you. I'm not sure if I agree with it, but I I hear what you're saying. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I'm not sure. But, no, I I get that. I get that whole thing, though, about seeing other people's lives. And because you, you know, they're not being honest about it, you know, and if you take them at just their face value, you go, oh, my God, you know, 
everybody else doing so well, all these people that were in my class, how they look at the jobs they have. They're so happy. <laughs> you know, they're doing all this stuff, you know, like it, they take bullshit photos of themselves that make themselves look better. <laughs> you know, everything is so fake. Society yeah. in general is really fake. I don't like that. I mean, uh, just the reality is everyone gets sad sometimes. Everyone gets mad sometimes. And that's okay. Yeah. It's part of being a person. <clears throat> but it's how you deal with those things that is important. I mean, you're not, there's nothing wrong feeling about those things. Yeah. I mean, as long as you can function, you know. Um, yeah. That, I mean, that's part of dealing with it is figuring out how to, you know, how to function. As long as you can still function in society. And cause that's what I was kind of, I've talked to some friends about not me taking medication, but just medication, taking medication in general on on any, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even if, even if there was a little bit of a drawback, um, I would rather be myself in most situations if I can, you know, if I could still function, right? And the idea, like, uh, if I could still function mostly, I would leave it alone. Obviously, if you need, if you need additional help, get additional help. You know, there's nothing, whatever. Some people, some people need it, and some people don't. But I'd rather, even if I had some blow ups every once in a while, I'd rather be myself than like uh, medicated me, you know, or something like that. If it's yeah, I mean, if it's not impacting your life in some significant way. Like if you're, I mean, if you're getting real pissed every once in a while, like, okay, you know, like I said, everyone does that. It's when you're getting real pissed every week, twice a week, three times a week, whatever, then you've got a problem. Yeah. And I will say, don't let anyone shame you for taking some kind of medication for a psychiatric issue because it's fine. Like, if you get pneumonia, no one hesitates to go to the doctor and get antibiotics and steroids and whatever else you need. And no one cares that you do that. Like, I mean, no one's going to shame you for that. But for some reason, when it's something in your head, that becomes not okay. And that's completely ridiculous. Your brain is a part of your body, just like your lungs and your kidneys and your liver and everything else. And you take medicine when those things cease to be working properly. So why would you not do that with your head? So I, I guess Pretty you, fucking simple. I guess you don't like the people that just say, get over it. <laughs> no. I mean, some people can get over it. <laughs> no, I, I'm, 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 I mean, I'm just but, that. Yeah, there's... Uh, <laughs> well, there's people that they, they hide their own issues and then they'll attack others for... Uh, you know, and try to shame them for, you know, taking some kind of medication. If the medication works, medication works. But may- maybe there are other ways. I mean, there's usually, usually they push some kind of alternative routes with therapy or other things too to, to see if you can help, you know, because I mean, there's always, there's always things you can do to help yourself too. But maybe, you know, I'm sure there's a certain percentage of the population that also needs medication. And that's no big deal. Like, my mom has anxiety, you know, mm-hmm. and she takes, she, you know, she always took anxiety medicine. I think she still does. And she's a hell of a lot better off now than she was 25 years ago. You know, yeah. I remember. I mean, there's not, there's not a magic pill out there. If you have anger problems, you can, or, you know, whatever it is, you can take things to help mitigate that and make it easier for you. But you can't expect a medication to solve 
completely solve your depression or whatever because over time you build up these weird thinking patterns and all these habits of how you look at things and medication isn't going to fix that you're going to have to fix that so i mean it's it's a tough thing yeah no i'm i know i know some people that have completely you know that have gotten over things like that through either medication or, or mixture or whatever, you know, people that have overcome incredible obstacles. And then I know others who struggle tremendously and who, who have never pulled themselves together ever. And uh, I, I feel their pain. Yeah, well, I actually, <laughs> not, <laughs> not downplaying what you go through because I don't, I don't know everything that you go through. But I, no, I just mean in terms of what I see. Serious trauma. And yes, so, yes, in terms of what I see, like the difference between you and them, from at least from what I can tell from the surface, is you can function in society, and some people cannot. <laughs> like they, yeah, they put themselves in such a position where they can't even like have an actual job. And I don't know if it's just like, I, I don't, I don't get it all. Like I, I have a hard time understanding parts of it. But um, but yeah. So then I, I just don't know. Like I don't know. What's the word? Is it psychosomatic? I don't know how much of it is something that's in their head. I don't. I don't know. Like I don't know if there's a way to actually help them or not. You know, it's it's a tough nut to crack. I will say to figure out. Okay, what's what's chemical, and what's just in in my head, and what's embedded in the ways that I think about myself or other people or the the world, whatever it is. Um. So you know. A lot of people, all they need to do really to help tremendously is just when, you, when you're real depressed or real angry or whatever it is, just take a second and think about how you're feeling and think about why you're feeling that way and say, and just say, is this a reasonable response? And maybe it is. You know, there are reasons to be angry or sad sure. or whatever. I agree with that. But I, no, it seems like people don't ever think about their feelings. They just feel them. And that's not enough. You have to think about what you're feeling if you want to make it better. Are you, t- are you talking about basically trying to rationalize it out? No, it's not about rationalizing it out. Well, but I mean, like figuring out how you got there, figuring out why you're angry, figuring out why you feel the way you feel. Yeah, it's about evaluating, kind of evaluating what level you're at and then evaluating if that's fair. I mean, so yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah. What you said was right. (laughs) Well, I was just checking. I wasn't sure. Like, I don't mean like making an excuse for it or like, oh, well. You know, it was a good reason why I did this because, you know, I, yeah, I don't, I don't mean like, you know, lying to yourself, you know, trying to be honest about why you, you know, what's going on and if it was a valid response or not a valid, but like a adequate response to what happened. I don't know. I've also been, also been close to people with sexual trauma and I don't know, people that, and I'm not saying they should get over it. That's not my point at all. I have no, no. idea. I just wish I wished on for them that they could, you know, like for for their own lives. Because it's a, you know, and I, I've never experienced the trauma they've been through, but uh, no, and but obviously they live they live in like hell, you know, like uh, 
the at least from what they tell me and what I what I see from it, it seems like they live in hell. And some people, you know, some people have been through a tremendous amount can somehow manage to pull it all together. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> like, yeah. Like the difference is it's just, it's so weird because some people will be through so much and they're able to go through it. And then other people have been, you know, through similar situations, but um, everything's kind of fragmented, you know, and, and I, I don't know what, I just don't know all the, uh, all the issues. And because I'm sure even those people, <laughs> yeah, they can, they can rationalize some of the stuff out. I'm sure they try to think through things. They try, they try to, Different medications, the people that I've known have at least, and uh, doesn't seem to change. I think trauma is generally more effectively treated with therapy than medication. Because chances are, I mean, other than PTSD, which will manifest anxiety disorders, personality disorders, depression, and things. If you don't get over, if you not get over, but if you don't move past and understand your whatever traumatized you, how are you ever supposed to deal with all these other things that are causing it? I mean, how are you supposed to kill a weed if you never pull the roots out? Is that what you think it basically is? That if you could, if you could see all of it. Like if you could see the roots and you could you could try to treat the roots, then potentially you could get better. It's about it's about being honest with yourself and looking really hard, and and not saying okay, how 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 is this you know manifesting in the world? That's not that's not the right question. It's why is this manifesting? Why is this happening? Because if you can't figure out why things are happening, then no matter how many, you know, just returning to my tree analogy, you can only chop so many branches off before new branches start growing again. I mean, treating treating the symptoms and not the cause is not an effective way to deal with things. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. I agree with that in theory. Well, when you get when you get a, you know, some kind of bronchitis or a cold or whatever. All right. They're not giving you they're not just going to give you medicine to clear up your nasal passage and make your cough a little better there and just treat the symptoms. They're going to give you antibiotics to treat what's causing this stuff. And it's the same thing with what's in your head. So potentially everybody could could be helped. Potentially, mm. there are some people who are fucking crazy. <laughs> I mean, just I mean, there are. I'm no, so, I, well, I mean, I know what you mean, but I'm. Every, everyone can be better, but you know there there's a there's a point of no return. I mean, the thing is, I think most people. Th- who think they're at that spot are nowhere near it. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it creates all kinds of negative feedback loops and all kinds of things that, that are not rational ideas, you know, so it probably just, just feeds itself. It's just a beast that keeps feeding itself over and over and over again. Wherever you are, there's always going to be a higher up and there's always going to be a lower down. That's just how it is. 
I see. I, I've never really dealt with much of any of this stuff. Um, I don't really know why either. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not really sure actually. Cause I mean, anxiety runs in my family and some different stuff runs in my family. There are, there, there have been times where I've lost my temper in my life. That's definitely true. <laughs> Oh, join the club. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, like, and very poorly to the part where, you know, where, yeah, sure. Same thing where it's like I didn't really want to face anybody because I felt a little, you know, ashamed for uh, having that outburst. Um, Doesn't happen. I mean, it's pretty calm now. Of course, if you go through enough stuff, of course, it's going to happen anyway. You know, like a divorce will do that to you. <laughs> yeah, sure. Divorce will mm-hmm. do that to you. Other stuff like that will do that to you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, definitely. Definitely did it to me. <laughs> you know, and there's just other random stuff, you know, that happens yeah. throughout life. Yeah. Get cheated on. See how you feel. <laughs> see how that see how that makes you blow up. I would think it makes you feel not not no bueno. No, especially if the person still wants to be with you or something. Like there's you know, uh there's just I mean levels of resentment, all kinds of stuff. And then feelings of inadequacy. You know, all just all um, imagine, you know, like trying to rationalize that why somebody would cheat on you. And then some people eventually potentially blaming themselves as if it's their problem that their partner cheated on them, you know, um, or that their partner hits them, you know, or any or anything like that. You know, that this person that supposedly loves you more than anybody else, you know, can absolutely rip your fucking heart out. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We don't want to live. We don't want to leave it on that negative a note, though. So we probably should. No, no, we can. <laughs> uh, we're not. We can keep going. We're not. We probably should leave it on that note. <laughs> uh, no, we're fine on time. We're not. We can keep going. It's fine. But yeah, uh, I mean, because I think I think just about everybody's had their heart ripped out at one time or another. Yep. Yep. And sometimes you react very poorly, because especially if you're not used to it. Um, I I have found that to be the case. You can really, like, you could surprise yourself and be like, holy shit. Yeah. Because, you know, like, and, you know, it's probably just all kinds of stuff, like building up a false sense of security that everything's okay, you know, that, you know, that you're just going to be together or whatever. And, like, there's all kinds of stuff that goes into that. Yeah. And then there's, like, this fucking, and not only that, but just, like, the, you know, like, breaking up typically is a process, (laughs) Right, it's not like usually like oh one like oh we're done okay we're done, it's this uh well maybe we're gonna get back together we're, we kind of are back together we're sleeping together we're doing this we're doing that, <laughs> you know and so it just like prolongs this this uh this terrible period in your life, and just it destroys you over and over and over again. <laughs> Amen. You know, um, it's I, I don't know, it. The reality is, you know, it it takes time to get over some things. I mean, I know people say that, and it pisses people off. But you know, it's true though. I'm I'm, I'm on I'm on the side of what well, doesn't obviously time does not fix everything. It doesn't, but it does fix a lot of things. Like I mean, the first year after I was divorced, the first year was a fucking tough year. You know, because yeah. because things were also still kind of weird. You know, like we were still in that in like a weird in between kind of weird whatever you know like it took a while to like to build up a wall and have a wall between us kind of a thing and get to that point that's yeah that's definitely a mistake i a lot of people make including myself i did exactly the same thing (laughs) horrible fucking decision (laughs) 
Just not. No bueno. Yeah. When you break up, fucking be broken up. You are. It's going to be horrible. Period. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, there are. When someone dies, when you get. When a relationship ends, which is a similar experience to dying, to someone else dying. I mean. I think it depends on how traumatic the death was. I think sometimes the breakup could be worse. You know, depending how long you've been together. And because, I mean, it, you know, if somebody's lived out, you know, like they're, they lived out a long, you know, good life and they got to say their goodbyes and everything was great. You know, it's like, oh, well, I'm glad they're not, you know, glad they're not in so much pain anymore. And they're, they're happy. They're not in so much pain anymore. Yeah. You know, um, but keep going. I know you're, you're still going Mm. on the, but, oh, I, okay. Oh, here's what I was saying. If, you know, when you're in a position where, you know, you've been dating someone for, or married to someone for a long time, you've been dating someone, you know, a year or more, that chances are that person has become an integral, integral part, (laughs) integral part of your life and how you conduct just your daily life. You know, whether how you, you know, whether you go to the grocery store together or whatever it is. And now all uh, the more and more people get worked into just the things you normally do, um, the more and more the things you normally do and have to do um, are just going to keep making you more and more sad or, uh, uh, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, like. Well, and I don't talk because I'm, you know, I don't talk about my my ex wife because I'm not going to burn her. I don't have anything. I I have nothing negative I would say in a public place like this. I've tried not to, but um, but what I will say though, like her and I spent, you know, basically from the time I was 16 to the time I was 32 together. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's living together like 12 of those years, right? You know, and of course yeah. having five children, all kinds of stuff, right? Well, you know, I I mean. I mean, it felt like a piece of me died because, you know, like you get, especially when, I don't know if it's just when you get together young or just if you spend a long time with with each other, eventually it's almost like you're wrapped up, you know, into it, you know, like you're, you're interwoven in a way, you know, like a, you're not just like two people, you know, or something like that. Yeah. And then a, you know, a piece of me died, you know, and you have to like somewhat rebuild yourself. Like, I feel like I'm the same guy. I don't think I ever really like changed in that regard other than I just have more I don't know scars or something you just have to understand that your life is going to be different from what it was before but that doesn't everyone's life changes you know there if it didn't work it didn't work okay it's not gonna work next time yeah I've always said that too you know that that's the thing people don't understand if it's not working now here's the reality you should not have to change who you are your personality and or what you enjoy or find funny or whatever it is to accommodate someone else and vice versa you can't expect people to alter I mean, yeah, some people can alter their behavior if they're doing things that aren't cool, but you, you know, you can't alter the core of your being for someone else. It will not work. I think it's the same thing. I think if you, if you're requiring your partner to repress a piece of themselves, 
eventually that's going to rear its head and it's going to fucking destroy everything. <laughs> like it's like the, it's like breathing life into a dragon. <laughs> that's yeah. eventually going to burst out of its cage and destroy everything. <laughs> yeah. So you better be able to be honest because if not, it's not going to work and it's all going to come crashing down. It's going to be horrible. <laughs> the first thing you need to figure out is how to be honest with yourself. Cause if you can't tell yourself the truth, how can you tell anyone else the truth? That's true. I mean, like, really, like, yeah. not, not ha-ha, like, because I think that's what ends up leading you down to making a lot of tremendously bad decisions. Um, and it's the same thing with, like, relationships. If you can't take care of yourself, how are you supposed to take care of another person? You just, I mean, is that reasonable? I mean, if you're in a position where, you know, you can't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of them. You can't expect them to take care of you. I mean, only to a certain extent, but you have, I oh, I almost kicked that again. Okay. <laughs> you, you just have to, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I agree. I, I know what you're saying. But I will say, you know, thing, things can get better. Uh, I've, you know. I feel like I've improved myself a good amount over the past two years or so. And, you know, things are get hard, and but you'll come out the other side. Or, you're ki- or you'll kill yourself, which is fine, too. <laughs> no, it's not. I hope you don't. I hope you, I hope you don't feel that lonely and you can pull yourself I'm not together. saying that you should do that. I'm just saying you can do that. It's an option. <laughs> Like you always have to go back to the most horrible things. Hopefully nobody does that. I mean, I, I would rather them be able to face whatever has happened to them and uh, be able to come out the other side. Because I do think things eventually work out. I mean, it just, you know, it, but it is all about fixing yourself first. Um, yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. Because if you don't fix yourself, then you're going to continue to go after people that are not good for you. You're going to put yourself in a bunch of bad situations. You're never going to find that other happiness because – you, you know, like you're not, you're not going to find that stability that you're looking for because you're not stable. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're, you're living in, in whatever, too much chaos. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, one thing that, you know, that I've thought about a lot and I'm still thinking about it a lot is a lot of these things that people experience are self-inflicted because you see what you feel like you're supposed to be. And when you're not that, it makes you feel bad about yourself. And the reality is, and and this is just at least from personal experience, there are things that are just you. And it maybe it's going to, you know, maybe you can't just live a what you would think is a normal life you know i i my sense of humor it, there are things that are gonna rub people the wrong way i and i don't i don't like that you know i f- i felt like it has prevented me from a lot of things but at the same time it's just part of who i am and you know the people Okay, I'm trying to think of I I had something to say. I just it I lost it. 
the people who like you will like you for you. And the people, and then there will be people who try and like you for what they think you could be. And you need to be able to distinguish because the people who love you will love you despite your faults. And if you have to change yourself, then they don't want to be around you, you know, and that's okay. And, you know, it's just like, I personally have, you know, I've struggled with the idea that I feel like I should have this large circle of friends, right? But I, you know, looking back on just back to as far as I can remember elementary school through now, okay, it just seems like that's not who I am or how, how I operate. I don't, I, I feel like I should have that, but when I do have that, I don't, it stresses me out. I don't like it. I, that's just not who I am. I don't want a lot of friends. I don't need that, I guess, because that's just how I am. And that's okay. I mean, you don't have to be what what you think other people are like. I mean, you know, you can't force yourself to want things you don't want. Sure. I agree with that all the way up to the point that, like, if everything, let's say everything keeps failing in your life. Let's say all your friendships keep failing and all your relationships keep failing. And you, and let's say you're a person that always blames, that, like, oh, man, this, well, it was her fault. It was this person's fault. It was that person's fault. At the same time, there may be things that you need to make yourself better at. <laughs> you know, like, well, you, yeah. everybody has I mean, shortcomings. I, I know for you don't mean it that way. Yeah, I mean, you mean it differently, but I just wanted to point that out just in case. Yeah, I mean, there's, there is, I mean, how you interact with people or whatever. Yeah, there are things you can change to make things better. To make you a better version of yourself. Sure. Like a more, either more focused or, uh, I don't know. Something along those lines. Um, and, you know, like, I wish it wasn't the case, but I will probably never have a family-friendly sense of humor. Like, that's just not who I am. And, you know, what are you going to do? I see dad jokes in your future. Dad jokes are funny now. <laughs> Puns, dad jokes, they're hilarious. Yeah, maybe you'll move more towards those, though, as you get older. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Honestly, though, I maybe this isn't true. Maybe I just think this, but I don't feel like my sense of humor is as offensive as it was. And that sounds kind of crazy because I still say horrible things. But I've tried to move past the whole shock value thing. There's a little more nuance. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're, you're doing better on that on that front. I think you're doing better on that. You know, I've managed to where this is probably our 30 something episode and I've never even said the N word. <laughs> That's good. But you did, of course, attack the Jews and the school shooting jokes and some of the other jokes. OK, probably not great. <laughs> Let's I just mean, continue. And. Don't, Sorry, don't is it too is it too soon to make jokes about the Lincoln assassination? Like fucking <laughs> Sorry. 
is is it you know not kosher to make fun of 9-11 it was fucking 18 years ago move on i don't think people like those jokes either (laughs) well people who don't like those jokes should have been in the towers no you can't say that you can't say You cannot say that. That's just too Um, disgusting. No, that's (laughs) that is so funny. (laughs) No, Zach, I'm I'm trying to help you, man. I'm trying to. I can't. I'm trying to work with you on the jokes. I can't help it. Stick with that joke. I can hold it in, but only for so long. (laughs) Yes, it was my fault for bringing him up. No, I hey. I knew that I love talking about 9/11. Friggin' <laughs> no, no, let's just move on. Aloha snack bar. We should probably just move on. Should we? <laughs> what time are we at? Are we are we good? You want to get out of here? Uh, it sounds it sounds like you want to get out. Well, of here. It, it sounds like you've more. been pushing to get out for. I'd, a while now. That was the first time I just asked. No, 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 no. Earlier, you were like, "We probably shouldn't end on that note," and yeah. I was like, "We're yeah, good like, on time." We shouldn't. We shouldn't give like people depressing. Like, you know, it's like when you should say, "Hey, uh, you should probably go kill yourself." This has been the I, Round Earther okay. Society. <laughs> I I don't know what you're hearing. Have a good day. Because that's not what I said. <laughs> I just said you can kill yourself. Oh, it's just it's, it's a, an option. Oh, okay. You sh- probably shouldn't. Maybe you should. I don't know. There are some people who should probably go kill themselves. But. Well, I mean, I guess the only people I could say that about. Well, I mean, I guess there's a few different groups. I don't know. Child molesters. That'd probably be a good group that would probably rather them kill themselves. Or people who are going to commit mass shootings. It'd probably be nice if they just shot themselves if they were that. If they couldn't be helped in any other way. People who wear fedoras and newsboy hats. People who skateboard. Um, people who still have chain wallets, things of that nature. If you have a duct tape wallet also, um, face tattoos, uh, you know, you're, you're, if you're thinking about it, you might not be far from the right solution. (laughs) It's like a public service announcement. You know, there are just some people who maybe they should. I don't know. I mean, it's not really my call to make, but I'm saying, hey, you know, maybe. I don't think that's an unreasonable thing. I guess it just depends on the people we're talking about. If you take the muffler off your 1982 fucking Honda Civic... You should be thinking about it, honestly. You really should, because kill yourself. Holy God, that is fucking the most annoying thing, and nothing screams small penis like a fucking car, like a 1982 Honda with no muffler, or a big ass F350. That was gonna be. I was gonna put that. I'm sorry. If I was um, in charge of hiring people somewhere, if you pull up in a Hummer, you're not getting hired because yeah. you suck. 
Like I agree with that actually. Like universally, you almost entirely suck. Big trucks, there are legitimate reasons for those. I'll give you that. But most of you don't because you suck and you have a small penis <laughs> and you're real upset about it. And hey, I have a small penis too. It's fine. You know, there are a lot of us three inches out there and it's fine. You don't have to get a big ass truck. You don't have to put a lift kit on your 1984 Chevy that fucking barely runs you'll it's okay you'll find someone who's fine with your teeny tiny wiener i agree that's what i do anytime i see someone drive by with any of that shit i'm like wow he's got a massive cock oh my god this guy he probably has a summer sausage hanging down there fucking tube sock filled with rolls of quarters I wish, man. <laughs> you like balls on trucks too? Oh, yeah, that's classy. That's pre- that that has a lot of cooth. Uh, okay, here's as a general rule of thumb, if you can't take your car to like most places, like, if you go to a fancy restaurant and you have testicles at the back of your truck, okay, A, you don't belong there, and B, you suck. Like, there's no doubt about it. If you have um, fucking American flags or whatever flags of any kind upon your fucking, in the back of your truck, like, full-size flags, first of all, dangerous Second of all, you fucking suck. That's so annoying. Fucking chill. Like, I don't... Oh, that's your That phone. was me that time. <sighs> you fucking bastard. I didn't know. I didn't know that somebody was going to call me. What are you going to do? Crazy, crazy world. Lots of smells. Anybody else you want dead? No, don't answer I that. didn't say I want these people dead. I'm saying you're not super wrong for considering it. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I think that's okay to say, right? Yeah, I'm saying, you know, not. I'm not saying everyone should, but just remember that you could... <laughs> And that would be fine. And that, honestly, if you're like that, other than the other people who are also like you and should be thinking about the same things, no one will miss you. It'll be fine. The only other people at your funeral will be other people with testicles on their trucks. And if you're fine with that, that's fine. But, I mean, you should probably just start a colony somewhere of just sucky people. Of course, I guess we're just being dicks about people that probably just have some kind of insecurity issue. Yeah, but there are some people that are pretty secure in their shittiness. Well, I I think it's just manifest that way. Well, those are people who should be 
at the very least teetering on the edge. <laughs> I mean, well, I think they, I think typically they have some kind of insecurity issue, and so they're like peacocking or doing something else that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I, fuck, I don't know. I don't know why join the club. I'm insecure as shit. It's fine. Yeah, but they also they can't admit that they're also insecure. I will say the pro the problem I run into at least a lot is that I will like talk about how great I am at like as a complete joke, right? Because I hate myself, you know. So and people take it off, take it as like I think I'm the shit, but I'm trying to make a joke about how I'm the worst, and there's some kind of lost in translation people people don't get what you're saying in that because i would have got it yeah well you know me pretty well but a lot of people just don't get that i'm not bragging at all i'm Mm. actually putting myself down (laughs) (laughs) so if i ever say anything that you're like wow he's trying to make himself sound like the shit i'm not I'm not the shit. I've done very few impressive things in my whole life. I have very little achievements. I can't do very many things well. You're 22. And it's okay. You're 22. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, I hate to have to point this back out to you, but you're still only 22. And there are a lot of 22-year-olds who are doing a whole lot better than I am. Well, sure, if you look on social media, they're doing really well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) If you're doing good on the internet, you're doing good in real life. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. That's how you do it. Life, love, work. I don't know. Just, and honestly, a lot of jobs, here's the thing. I'm going to give you another life pro tip. And then we got to end this because Zach's really got a potty. Um, <laughs> here's a little life pro tip. A ton of employers aren't going to verify any most of the things you put on your resume, except maybe your like references. So just make stuff up. Who cares? Like, I mean, probably not. You could probably couldn't get away with it if you were like a doctor or a lawyer. But for most other things, just lie. You think people are paying attention? You think you think businesses are actually like, oh, you have a you have a bachelor of arts. Nobody's looking into that shit. No, like, no one's confirming that. No. Like, what it's are you like, going to call the school? Degree. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. And honestly, the ones that do, I mean, you just got to put out enough applications to find the ones that don't. Just, I don't understand these people. Look, I don't know how we got onto resumes, but this is important now. Okay. First of all, don't, I mean, just lie. Or if you don't want to lie. Just say things that are kind of true. I mean, it's not that hard to make it sound like you had a lot more responsibility than you actually did. It's not a hard thing. Just, you know, move things around a little bit. Kind of, you know. And it's even better if you can get other people to lie for you. Which I've done, I do all the time. I mean... I just put my friends down as references and lie that they were my boss. And it's fine. They all give me great references. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I was his, uh, I was his manager and uh, he's a great employee. 
Little do they know, they weren't my manager, and I'm a terrible employee. I can confirm this. You know what? Okay, here's the thing. I'm actually, I'm. it's not that I'm a terrible employee, because whatever I'm doing, I'm usually, like, real fucking good at it. It's just that, like, my work habits are terrible. Like, showing up on time. You know, just different terrible things. I'm usually pretty good at the main part, though. But it seems like a lot of people, like, sometimes I'm half an hour to an hour late. Whatever. (laughs) Just, who fucking cares? You know, that's just how it be sometimes. I do think we have some old, old stupid rules on that. Like... Especially with being, you know, being late. it's I think it's really stupid. But. Yeah, I'm lucky in that. Especially if you put in your time and you get your shit done, then who cares? Yeah. But, like, my boss, he doesn't care if I want to work 7 to 4, or 8 to 5, or 9 to 6. I mean, as long as I'm here, what's it really matter? Yeah. Unless there's something they, like, need me for in the morning. But also, a lot of times, I just kind of come in at 8.30 or 9 and leave at 5, just like everyone else. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) You're just more efficient than they are. No, the reality is, like, I'm not, like, I love the guys I work with for the most part. But they're just, you know, yeah, they have college degrees or whatever. But we do aerosol science. And um, no degree will ever prepare you for that. It's not something you'll ever get taught. So the only thing that really matters is experience, no matter what. So it doesn't matter if you have a master's in microbiology or a PhD in fucking chemistry. It doesn't matter because none of that is going to prepare you for the skills you need to do this particular kind of work. So I have been doing aerosol science for four years. And the reality is, okay, even though these guys are much more highly educated than I am, I actually do get like two or three times the amount of work that they do in a day. And I also do that with a ton of just wasting time. I dick around (laughs) all the time. I do everything I can to avoid work. And I still get all (laughs) my stuff done and more. It's not hard. Just all you got to do is you, if you have two hours worth of work, you dick around for an hour and a half and then just cram it all in and do it as fast as you can in half an hour. Is this another pro tip? Life pro tip. If you're in a situation where you can do that, definitely do it. <laughs> you have anything else to say? Or you? Gosh. <sighs> this show really goes downhill fast. No, no, it's fine. It just really does. <laughs> no, 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 it's good. I mean, it's just one end of the spectrum, just oh, over here. Fucking God. I dropped my fucking bottle. <laughs> All right, should we go ahead and get out of here now? 
Yeah, I honestly, I'm probably going to kill myself here in a little bit. So it's probably a good time to sign off because now this day is fucking shot. (laughs) All right. Well, this has been the Round Earther Society brought to you by Summer's Eve Douches. If you've got a dirty cooch and you need to and you need to get it mooch better, <laughs> grab yourself a summer's eve douche. Only four ninety nine at most retailers. Bye. I feel like we always end this like a fucking phone call. We're like, all right, bye guys. I'll talk to you later. As we come to the close of an hour and a half of talking about all kinds of things, I I implore you to do a little bit of self-reflection. And we will do the same. And we are now going to finish the podcast. We're transitioning out. It's ending. We're not going to say bye like we're talking to people on the phone. It's just ending naturally. And here it goes. It's over. We're done.